What's up, pals? This is Chris Sampson, reporting to you live from 2016. I hope everyone had a happy New Year's. As promised in our S&P Happy New Year's mini-sode, today, January 13th, we are posting episode zero. That's right, folks. This is the pilot. This is the OG original episode, the very first one recorded by Stan and Eddie about a year ago. This is going to be an interesting episode. This is basically a time capsule. This is the roots. This is ground zero. This is the foundation. This is the seed that started it all. So sit back, relax, put your feet up, and get ready for a blast to the past. And don't forget, next Wednesday on January 20th, that's when we'll post episode one of SMP Year 2. It's going to be exciting. We have a lot of cool ideas. We have a lot of things in the pipeline, and this is going to be even better than last year. So thanks again for sticking with us, for enjoying and contributing and making S&P so much fun and so great. We love you all, and we'll see you on the 20th. Enjoy. Welcome to Super Nerd Pals. Um, Joe Tuna? <laughs> Joe Tuna. Uh, so, this is our special episode zero. Oh, Super you're not going to introduce yourself? I'm getting there. This is our special episode zero of Super Nerd Pals. This is uh, Stan talking to you. That's S-T-A-N as in New York. And I guess this guy's name is Joe Tuna. Aren't you actually called Andy? Well, yeah, but... Social media. So, social media. So, let's do that. What's your social media handle? Uh, Twitter is at underscore, uh, at Joe underscore Tuna. And, uh, I don't know my Instagram off the top of my head. See, this is stuff you should know before we go into a podcast recording. You should probably know what you're, what you want to plug. Anyway. So, you can find us. You will probably never hear this episode because it probably won't go live. But when we do start posting these live, you can find us at Super Nerd Pals. That's on Twitter. That's youtube.com slash Super Nerd Pals eventually. Super Nerd Pals at Gmail if you want to email us any questions. Or you can tweet at us always. And eventually, I'm sure we'll have a Facebook uh, yeah. page up. Um, also, if there's topics that anyone wants us to touch on can always feel free to email that, I Questions guess. Questions for either of us. Uh, first off the bat, I just want to say that neither of us are big fans of Xbox or Microsoft. Uh, would you like to elaborate on that? Uh, I just don't like it. Why? I don't know. It's you have just... to be a little bit more elaborate. All right, cool. Know. So, <laughs> I don't know. There's just a lot of things that I don't like about Microsoft. Like, there's their exclusives are like, meh. I feel like... Sony exclusives are a little more enticive. So, like, they, they kind of grab my attention a little more. Um, I don't know. There's, there's also, like, it's weird because I started off with an Xbox 360, not a PS3. So did I. And then um, 
I just gradually moved to my I, PS3. Actually, I didn't even want a PS3 when it, when they announced it because I thought that they were just like stealing ideas from Nintendo and Microsoft, like the trophy system, and then there's the whole six-axis nonsense. And I was just like, I don't like the way these guys are operating. So I stuck with 360. It was also the cheaper option. That's and true. And I got a Wii about a year later. And it wasn't until the end of the console's life cycle that I switched. Well, actually, what prompted me to switch is... Funny story. What prompted me to switch to the 360 and Xbox in general was Metal Gear. Because back in the Xbox and PS2, I had played uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. And I was really excited for the uh, special substance edition that had the extra mm-hmm. missions, the VR missions, etc., and then I found out that it was coming out to Xbox first. And I was like, oh, you son of a bitch, why are you going to do that to me? Because I was <laughs> totally against Microsoft when they first came out with the Xbox. So that was what kind of prompted me to start playing on the Xbox initially. I picked up, uh, Christmas that year, I picked up Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance, Shenmue 2, and I believe it was Elder Scrolls Morrowind. That was for original Xbox? The original Xbox. Those were the three games mm-hmm. I got with it uh, first and those games I had never played any of those games before Shenmue Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance was the whole reason why I bought it and Elder Scrolls Morrowind I had never heard of the series before but I heard it but it sounded pretty good when I looked at the box <laughs> you know now it's all like Skyrim and and I don't think I would have been as excited for Oblivion had I not initially picked up Morrowind I don't know I kind of wasn't excited for Oblivion but that's a whole nother that's another, a whole other topic. Yeah. Uh, so back back to the Xbox thing. Uh, I picked up the 360. I was happy with it until the end of the console cycle because I felt they were too much too focused on sports and ads on the dashboard. And the last time I poked up my Xbox, it was literally like a tiny square in the center for the game, and then a bunch of ads surrounding it right on the <laughs> dashboard. Like buy this, buy this. Pay for this, pay for this. And then you turn on the PS3 and all it is is just like, start game and check your trophies. See your friends. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't want to be like bombarded when I turn on my system. I don't know. For me, it's just like, instead of playing Halo, like, now it's just like, Advanced Warfare is Halo. And like, everyone was so hyped for Titanfall and like... That hype died down so fast. Like, ridiculous fast. Yeah, like, a week later, I didn't hear anybody talking yeah. about Titanfall. I forgot about it until you just mentioned it. Yeah, and uh, the, only, the only thing that makes me remember it is because um, someone called the store the other day looking for it, and I was like, whoa, this game exists. Like, Yeah, well, so let me, let me stop you right there. First of all... Uh, this is primarily going to be a gaming podcast, but we are both broke college students who work part-time, so I don't think we can guarantee that you and I are always going to be able to play things as they come out. I'm sure we'll get to it, we'll talk to everything, talk about everything as they come out, but you might not hear day of, week of a new release if we're playing it or not. We'll we'll definitely let you know how mad we are if we can play it, but that's just a little disclaimer. For episode zero, no one will hear it. So. Speaking of uh, something I was mad about is, uh, for some reason, it just made me think of it. The pushbacks for like everything. Elaborate. I feel like everything's being pushed back further. Like 
the the one that I'm specifically mad about is Batman Arkham uh Arkham Knight. See, I don't pushbacks don't really get me mad. First of all, because I I don't really have as much time as I'd like anyway to play everything that I own currently. So it gives me more time to get around to it. I don't have to worry about it the more they push it back. So that's one thing. Two, I feel like if you're going to push back a game, I'd rather you push back a game if it's going to come out and be quality rather than have it come out as quickly as possible and have problems. So it's kind of like uh, Sonic 06? <laughs> Not even that. Um, or I, like or Sonic Lost Worlds where it was pushed forward and that game was trash well, usually if you if you push... or is it not lost worlds i'm sorry sonic boom sonic boom i never actually played lost world so i can't i, I can't didn't speak I, to I haven't played lost world i've heard rumors about it i'm sure we can do an entire horribleness. podcast about sonic boom but i feel <laughs> like i feel like that's been done to death at this point but um i hate to keep going back to like really old examples but uh star wars knights of the old republic 2 another game for the xbox I recall it being being super excited that they decided to release it during Christmas rather than the following spring because I was going to get it on Christmas when it came out. But it came out and, and I found out once I beat the game that it just kind of ends. There's no like really good uh, in depth ending to the, that satisfied me as much as the first game. And I realized afterwards that they cut a whole like planet of content and like quests and all this thing all this like content that they just cut just to make it for the Christmas season. So it seems like it's better f- to wait for most part. If if I feel like if they're going to push it forward then it's for good reasons and it doesn't bother me so much. Uh Batman doesn't bother me at all because that's around June. That's when my <laughs> summer vacation starts, so I'll have more time more or less to sit down and play it i have all these games to play right now mm. uh, and a lot of the stuff i don't get around to until much later well, so, i guess uh so what games are you playing now right now i'm playing aliens uh alien isolation on the ps4 not the bad one not not, <laughs> not colonial <laughs> marines no i would no i no, no just no and i i'd actually never played an alien game before how is it? It's actually really good. A game, it's very tense. It's a very tense experience because you, when you're playing, you don't, you can't, they, it's not, they don't give you any warning when the alien shows up, really. There's like, there's like a sound, you can kind of hear it come down, but like when it comes, it's, it's just like out, out of nowhere. Like a surprise party. Like, yeah, like <laughs> a surprise party, except you don't want to be invited to it. And it's, it's really scary because you don't know when he's coming. So you can be like walking down the hallway and all of a sudden you'll hear something above your head and, and it's it's very unpredictable. So it's it's very tense and I haven't had a similar experience playing a game since like 1999 and Resident mm-hmm. Evil 3, like Nemesis. When Nemesis just burst through a window or a wall when you were least expect- expecting. Alien is a lot like Nemesis except that he can follow you through doors. And... Uh, I was playing today, and uh, I heard it, and I decided to hide into a vent. And I was in this vent, and I crawled to the exit, and there's this button that you can press down to, like, lean. So you can mm-hmm. lean up, down, left, right to kind of peek around a corner 
so you can see where it's going. So the vent opens, which it does automatically once you get close to it. And I peek and I kind of see the alien's tail. And I, I think I'm safe. And so I turn around and all of a sudden I hear like this scratching noise. And I'm like, oh my God. And I stand, I actually stood <laughs> out of my chair because it grabbed me out of the vent and started pulling me towards it. And once that happens, you're basically dead. As soon as it catches you, you're, you're, you're done. Can you kill the alien? You like... can't kill the alien. You, you, you can only hope to fend it off for a few <laughs> moments. So it's like a nemesis, but not you can't killable. Even, you can't even subdue it. Like, you can't even, like, at least with Nemesis, you put enough damage into it, it'll go down for a bit, and you can go on with your life for, like, an hour or two. This <laughs> alien comes after you, all you can do is, uh, later on in the game, you get a flamethrower. So basically, all you get to do is point the flamethrower at the alien and back away slowly. Because <laughs> it'll stop when you see when it sees the flamethrower in your hand. It'll It'll just kind of back off, but... If you wait too long, if you hesitate, it'll come after you and it'll kill you. So the best you can do is like shoot the flamethrower at it and it'll retreat. It'll like run into a vent and then you got a good 10-15 seconds before it comes back. So you have enough time to like kind of run and catch your breath for a bit. So it's good and I'm such a baby. I'm like so bad <laughs> at playing these horror games because I, I just can't finish them because I'm too scared. I don't know if you have that same problem, but I definitely have that problem. But it's this game is like it's so good. It's just it's just such a fun experience that I want to keep playing it. But it's also so frightening that I don't want to keep playing it. So it's very draining experience for me to just kind of like push on for a few minutes, save the game, and then kind of take a break because I have to. Have you had experiences like that? Like I have, but uh, nothing nothing really that I kind of like. That I can remember. Like, well, how about PT? You played PT. Oh my god, PT. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember playing it and uh, solving like one of the the few first puzzles, and having like that lady like shut the door in my face, and I was just like, Oh yeah, oh, I know. I remember like I just didn't even want to walk down the hallway. And then like seeing seeing like a random figure just standing there staring me uh, I until i get close enough to like all the lights turn out and then i just it's, yeah. I, I had a problem like just walking down my own hall in my house <laughs> after playing that it's it's probably the scariest game i've ever played and it's just a demo so i don't I don't know how I'm going to handle I have high hopes for that game. Silent Hills? I have so high hopes for that. Especially since it's Kojima. Uh, One thing you need to know about me is that I I am a big sucker for Metal Gear Solid. One of my favorite series is um, anything Metal Gear Solid. Case in point, I bought the Xbox to play (laughs) Substance, which is basically almost the same game as Metal Gear Solid 2, except with extra VR missions. I mean, they pretty much sold you a console with, like... Add-on content for, like, kind of a exclusive add-on content for a game. Yeah, more or less. And funny story to get back to what we were talking about earlier. I didn't buckle down and get a PS3 until Metal Gear Solid Four came out. That was the deciding factor of when I finally decided, all right, I, I give up. I'm going back to Sony after being disappointed with them at the beginning of the last generation. See, I don't know. I just remember, like. My Xbox, my original Xbox, um, was kind of just thrown at me. Like, my friend was just like, oh, I don't want it anymore here. And oh, I was kind of like, all right, cool. 
But I had no games for it, and the only game that I had bought for a while, and it was from a pawn shop, was uh, Jet Set Radio. God, I love Jet Set Radio. That oh my actually, God, that game is amazing. That game actually came, uh, Jet Set Radio Future, actually yeah. came in uh, a little disc, now that, I, now that I'm thinking about it, when I bought the Xbox, it came with a little disc and a little paper sleeve for this game, and I, I had not heard about it beforehand. I had the Dreamcast, but I never heard of Jet Set Radio, so... Mm-hmm. Playing Jet Set Radio Future was just awesome. Yeah, Jet, Jet Set Radio Future was like an awesome experience, Have especially you? in like the Tony Hawk style tagging. Yeah, and then it's cell shaded. Uh, I beautiful. remember it being really hard. Yeah, I remember oh, yeah, it being definitely. very difficult, but I remember loving the soundtrack so much. I mean, I went back to it now, and I'm still like, Jesus Christ! Have, I have can't. you played uh, Jet Set Radio on the Vita? Uh, yeah, because well, I got yes, it for the free download, so... Yeah, I did it too, so... I, I didn't play much, but it's... it's... I played, uh, I'm gonna say, like, maybe an hour and a half to two hours of it, and then, uh, I was just like, well, back to my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember they had a, uh, a tutorial level where you had to grind across the whole area, and there was a, some trophy that I was trying to get where you have to, like, make a perfect grind around the arena for however long, and... I couldn't do it, so I didn't want to advance the game into the main part until I did that. Didn't you see, that's that's the exact reason I stopped. Like the trophies. I don't know. I I kind of like. I'm the type of person where like I'll look at my game after I put it in. I'll look at a trophy list, see what I can do right away, or like see what's what's right there in the beginning and try to get that trophy. And I won't move until. I complete that trophy. So speaking of trophies, I we I I, I know you at least as like the trophy master. <laughs> you have how many platinums do you have at this point? Uh, I believe I just got my nineteenth or twentieth. See now I, I know that there's going to be people who have way more <clears throat> than that. Oh yeah. But like... at least where you know, in my my circle of friends, this guy here is like Pretty insane with with his trophies. Um, you just platinum the first Kingdom Hearts, right? Yeah. How was that like? Oh my god, that was so. Uh, can't even get the word like rewarding. How was proud mode? I had, I, oh my god. I had I played through that game. You loaned it to me Wait. probably a few months ago, and I remember playing through it, and I was just playing on normal, and it gave me so much trouble. <laughs> it was just it just made me so frustrated in some areas, especially the end where you have to fight um Ansem. Yeah. You have to fight Ansem in his like twelve different forms and like try and save Goofy and Donald and floating around and there's lasers in every direction. I almost quit at that point. <laughs> so I I can't imagine beating it and and when, see when I first started I wanted to get all the trophies, but as I kept going i was like this is not this is not happening for me and the farthest i got and you know this was just to find all the stupid <laughs> puppies the 101 dalmatians that's all i cared about i was like i'm gonna it was do only this. because you were just like save the puppies yeah i just i got so invested in saving those puppies pro- primarily because when i first played it on the ps2 i never saved the puppies i kind of <laughs> felt bad so I was like, I need to redeem myself. I need to save. Ten these. years later, yeah, let me if, save them. If nothing else, I need to save these Dalmatians. Like, forget about Riku. Forget about Kyrie. Forget about Donald and Goofy. I have to save the Dalmatians. So, I can't. I can't imagine going through it. I mean, all right. So, 
Kingdom Hearts on the PS3, as we know, is the Final Mix version. Mm-hmm. So, I've been the game so many times on proud mode on the PS2. But for some reason, I feel like that this specific one had like this difficulty spike where it was just a little more intense. Well, where was it? Was it more difficult throughout, or were there areas where it was just like beyond? Uh, just like in general, I feel like the gummy ship missions they were a little harder on uh, proud mode. Uh, I feel like Ansem did a lot more damage. Especially in his second form, more than anything. Let's be honest. Maybe you just suck now. (laughs) Maybe you're getting older and you don't have this kind of skills you did when you were, like, 15. I mean, that's a big possibility. So, yeah, I feel that way sometimes. Like, I'll I'll go back to a game that I I had no trouble with and just completely be awful at. But I feel like other things, like, I don't know, like Kingdom Hearts 2... I'm I'm going through that now, mm-hmm. and um, playing it on prod mode isn't actually that hard at all. Oh. But maybe it's because it's so generous. When you start off the game, you start off with like 30 AP, which is ridiculous because you usually start off with like negative three. What is AP? The ability points to oh, so equip like, uh, abilities oh, and yeah, equipping, whatnot. Equipping things. But it also, when you start it on prod mode, it also starts you with like five abilities. It starts you with like lucky lucky combo plus. So lucky lucky like make sure enemy drops are a little more frequent. So they drop more health, money, items, etc. But like even combo plus, to start off with combo plus to like fight off... Uh, Dusks in full-on combos. It's ridiculous. That's it. It's insane. So I, I take it that you're kind of a big Kingdom Hearts fan. Yeah. How how do you get through that story? Because no matter how <laughs> many times I try to figure out what's going on in in that world, I just cannot. So like, how do you keep track of everything? It's just been I don't know. I kind of have like a. Part of my brain that's just built for Kingdom Hearts. I guess so, because I've, I've asked you to explain this to me in so many... I And I'm trying, and you know what? I really love stories in video games. Like, I'm all about playing really long RPGs. One of the other games that I got recently, which I haven't been able to really play so much, is Dragon Age Inquisition, uh-huh. which I heard was really good. I was a big fan of 1 and 2, so I was really excited to play this one. So I'm I'm pretty big into, like, the, the long, convoluted storylines games usually throw at you, but... Kingdom Hearts, I just, I just can't do it. Like, I, I do my best. All I want to do is just run around in like Halloween Town and like fight shadows and like meet Final Fantasy characters. Like, I can't really try to keep it together. I try my best. What about the Disney characters? Oh, duh, the Disney characters, Halloween Town, They're freaking what? Aladdin. Aladdin, oh, don't get me started on Agrabah. Like, I, <laughs> I can't handle that one. Oh my god, I remember when I started playing Kingdom Hearts two, and uh. I got to Agrabah, I'm proud, and as, or not proud, critical. And, uh. Oh, you go back to Agrabah? So, yeah, Agrabah's in like every game. It's like Tatooine. I forgot all about <laughs> that. I was trying, I guess I tried to block it out because I haven't played two in, in so long. Yeah, Agrabah, like as soon as I unlocked Agrabah, I like saved in my gummy ship and I was like, that's it for the day. <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't. There was. Like, I remember going, being so excited to go back to Kingdom Hearts 1 and then getting through it and then just being like, 
I don't like this world. I hate this world. I feel Playing like through this world is giving me such a hard time. For me, that's a uh, deep jungle and yeah, Tarzan and uh, what's Wonderland. Yeah, I don't. Oh my god, yeah. those! I love, don't get me wrong. Alice in Wonderland is like my favorite Disney movie besides yeah. like Mulan. But that world, I just can't get through. I can get through it, but it's like excruciating. And I I found that for some reason, like most of the game is like that. It doesn't start picking up until like I wanted to go to Halloween Town. You yeah. know, I wanted to go to Nightmare Before Christmas World. I wanted to go to like Neverland. Well, yeah, I wanted to go through all these cool levels, and I just and I realized that, and I feel like in two they they have like such a better selection of worlds. Port Royal. Port yeah, and uh, Tron. Beast Tron Castle. World. Yeah, they have so much better ones. Um, so, speaking of that. Well, I guess not speaking of that, but like segueing <laughs> to another topic so we don't spend an entire uh, podcast on Kingdom Hearts. Um, long games. They, games long, not long games, but games that have been in development forever. Kingdom Hearts, really, <laughs> I feel like, has been in development since before I was born. Oh, yeah. Even though, you know, <laughs> it hasn't, but... Like how do you how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that long wait? And I'm like, excited. Well, the things mm-hmm. like it's also like Final Fantasy. You get these games where they just take so long to come out. Well, I feel like Final Fantasy has also had a lot of busts. Same with Kingdom Hearts, obviously. Uh, Chain of Memories for one. Wait, I love Chain of Memories. Oh, oh my god! Don't get me started so on that game. Amazing. I, I remember playing it forever on my Game Boy. For one, I have I not think. touched that game on my PS3 just because I have to play that game eight times. See, no, I'm, I'm not even talking about Rechain. I'm just talking about the regular, like, what was it, Game Boy Advance game? Yeah. That You know how many uh, out? Like, that well, when was I first amazing. Played it, when I first played it, I remember being stuck. Uh, I believe it was also Halloween Town. Where it was one door away from Oogie Boogie, and I needed a zero card, an exact zero, and I had one through nine, no zeros. See, I vaguely remember stuff like that. I just remember having a lot of fun with the card system and throwing out characters and being able to summon Cloud. I feel like that like, was the most frustrating part, though, like getting through different doors and like. I I guess I honestly though it's been so long that I don't even remember it and. Speaking of the Game Boy Advance, another side of this podcast, well, at least what we like to talk about is Nintendo. So I don't want to dedicate our whole first one on just PlayStation. So do you have any Nintendo things you want to talk about? Um, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of, well, for one topic would be uh, uh, Majora's Mask. I'm, I'm so oh my god! I am looking forward to that game so much on the 3ds. Oh, I can't wait! I I actually I picked up Ocarina when it first came out for the 3ds. It was one of the first games that I got for the 3ds, and I I just couldn't get into it. I'll say I have, I have this problem with with Zelda games where I can never finish it. To this day, I've mm-hmm. never finished a Zelda game, and I I, I recognize that they're great games, and I I know, mm-hmm. and I and I really want to sit down and put the hours in, but I just never been able to, and the closest I ever got was Wind Waker. But I got to the part where you have to find the pieces of the Triforce yeah. in the water, in the <laughs> sea, in the vast ocean. Bro, it's always the water temples that kill me. It's just, it's just the whole fact that it's just and sailing through the whole world looking for these tiny pieces of the Triforce, and I just couldn't do it. And I had at the time I had this small TV. It was like this little, you know, the CRT like big fat TV, and it was like all. <laughs> 
the picture was like terrible so I was like squinting trying to find the glow in the water to find the pieces of the Triforce and I just gave up and then ever since then I've just not not been able to ever beat a Zelda game so but I remember playing Majora's Mask on the 64 and and loving it and I never got very far but I feel like this time like if I'm gonna have a Zelda game that I beat finally before I go and finish Wind Maker HD for the Wii U I'm probably gonna wait pick up Majora's Mask, and finally beat a Zelda game on the 3DS. Well, I mean, why didn't you just abuse the tablet? What tablet? The tablet for the Wii U that you can use as a screen instead of your shitty-ass <clears throat> TV. Well, see, no, I, no, I'm i not talking about today. I'm talking <laughs> back, back when the original Zelda came out. Oh, back in the original one. On the GameCube, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, are you kidding me? Do you think I have a, a, a fat, like... CRT, TV, <laughs> like, standard def. I mean, maybe. No. You, you've seen my room. You've seen my TV. No, I, I've never... I have age, Wind Waker HD. I just haven't had the chance to go through it. And I decided that I'm not going to until I beat Majora's Mask. And then I'll go back to the HD version of uh, Wind Waker. I can... I can be on board with that. Um... But... How about Hyrule Trent, Warriors? Have you played that? I I got it for Christmas, actually. I still haven't had the chance to play it. I'm still, like, stuck on Smash. Yeah, I've been... I've, see, the, the Wii U's not really mine, so I don't have the opportunity to play it as often. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't have Hyrule War, Warriors. Eventually I will, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've been really... What I really wanted instead of Hyrule Warriors was Bayonetta 2. I heard that was good, too. But uh, the store that my mom went to for Christmas shopping was sold out of it, so I was kind of asked out there. Did you play the the original Bayonetta? No, that's kind of why I wanted the Wii U version. Well, you know, because there's only the Wii U version. But I was going to just buy Bayonetta 2 because it comes with Bayonetta 1. Right. So I figured I'd get my two-for-one there. See, um... I I played the first Bayonetta. Didn't beat it, but I but I played a little bit on the PS3. So from what I understand, it's a pretty damn hard game. It's pretty hard. It it it's in the same vein. It's platinum, so it's it it's very Devil May Cry like. Mm-hmm. Very um, lots of action, combo heavy kind of kind of deal. So it's it's a lot of fun, especially if you if you're a big fan of like Devil May Cry and Platinum's other works. Oh yeah, I mean I love Devil May Cry and. Uh... I haven't had a chance to yet, but there's that Legend of Korra game that I've been meaning to pick up. See, I bought that. You missed your chance because it was on sale on the on the PSN. Well, I mean, the PSN's going to have that that 10% off sale, 10% off your entire right, cart but, purchase. But 8.99 compared to 14.99 is a huge uh, difference. So I picked it up and I, I actually played through the first level, and I've heard a few mixed things about it, but I, I have no complaints. It's a lot of fun. It's um. It it's very reminiscent of, uh, probably probably not exactly, but it has it has a lot of style that I found in uh, Revengeance Metal Gear Rising. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's I mean, isn't that also a platinum? game? It's also a platinum game, yeah. so it's it's the same vein. I'm I'm not saying it's exactly like it because there's a parry system. It's sword. It's bloody, <laughs> swordy and bloody in in Revengeance, but. Um, Chorus, which is between all our different bending, fire, earth. Earth is a little slower and heavier. Fire is quicker and more prone to like fighting. And you know, air is. Is it like 
Is there one that does more damage than the other? See, or? I don't know, because I've only um, gotten to the end of the first level. I only mm. played a little bit, so I, I, I can't really say which, you know, which one's better. Mm-hmm. But from what I played, it just seems like... I, I found myself gravitating more towards uh, firebending in the beginning. Even though she doesn't have all of her bending powers in the beginning, she kind of gets them taken away. I still found found myself using fire because it's just a lot of fast punches and kicks. Yeah. It's like, pow. I don't know. I like fire. It just seems cool. I'm not a pyromaniac. Don't worry, guys. Um... So I, I don't want to like get too far off the topic of video games, but this is Super Nerd Pal, so we're not exactly um, strictly video games. And yeah. Core, Core is a good example of where we might break off on a tangent, talk about other things, comics, TV shows. Uh, we're kind of not limiting ourselves. Uh, if you consider us a podcast smoothie, our base is video games, but there's a lot of different flavors and toppings thrown in there for... You know, tastiness. We're 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 planning to be a very tasty podcast. Very diverse. I, I love smoothies. What's your favorite smoothie? Um, I'm gonna have to say like blueberry. Blueberry, blueberry is yeah. pretty good. I like. I'm a banana man myself. Banana, peanut butter. Yeah. Oh no, I can't go with peanut butter. Why not? Why not don't my, you peanut not butter? my thing. Peanut butter is the best, like ever. You put peanut butter on mm. anything, and I mean anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's only good with jelly. So what else do you want to bring up? Uh, I know you want to talk about Amiibos. Yeah, Amiibos was a big topic. Um, found out over the weekend that Samus is uh, might be a limited Amiibo. Oh, really? Yeah. So that kind of kind of annoys me. Why? Do you not have Samus? I don't have Samus. And uh, that's probably one of the reasons that annoys me. But another big reason that it annoys me is because I feel like if the amiibos are rare or like uh, very limited I feel that they're not going to use it for other games for instance like Zelda Link those are both used for like Hyrule Warriors I believe so, Mario Kart also really? yeah I uh, believe I uh, if you if you connect certain amiibos to Mario Kart 8 your me character gets their like racing suit because I know my brother oh that's pretty my cool my brother used Captain Falcon to basically get Captain Falcon's costume for his me in Mario Kart. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but besides that, I feel like like Nintendo's kind of saying don't don't get hyped for any any uh what's what's oh, yeah. What's the name of the series I'm fucking looking for? Metroid. Metroid. Yeah. Don't don't, don't look don't look for any Metroid series cuz that's not coming. Uh like, it kind of just makes me... Well, you never know. Yeah. 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 I mean... I mean, I mean there's, like... Who else is... is Marth, Little Mac. Marth. Marth, of course. Villager. Uh, Villager. Has Little Mac been scarce so far? Yeah. Really? Um, like, extremely. I picked him up as soon as he came out. Yep. And Captain Falcon, because I knew I, some something oh told God. me that Captain Falcon would not be available after day one. Yeah. And it seems and to be true. You know what really pisses me off? I went, um, gonna say like the beginning of December, I went to GameStop, wasted a half an hour of my life on a line to meet the, like, most un, unapproachable unbearably approachable person. Listen, don't get me started on For them to just be like, 
yeah, we we can't reserve Shulk. And I'm like, the fuck do you mean? Like, Shulk doesn't come out for another three months, and you're telling me I can't reserve him? Well, you see, I, I, I read about a similar problem with Lucario pre-orders for Toys R Us. All right, see, the difference between the Lucario pre-order is that, like, Toys R Us said straight up after a while, like, anyone who reserved it is getting their money back. We're just going to put them on shelves. Mm. Which doesn't bother me as much, but to know that, like, you're pulling reservations already, it's kind of... Have you tried yeah, the website? Little... I have. And it's not available? Nothing. Uh, that sucks. But apparently it's not the only one. There's also Meta Knight that's not being res- reserved anymore. Uh, Rosalina. Buy, right? Yeah. Rosalina's Meta Knight's Best Buy, Rosalina's Target. Target. I, how do you feel about this exclusive, store-exclusive Amiibo? Pisses me off. Yeah. Does it really does it get your blood boiling? Russell's my Jimmy's. <laughs> Russell's your Jimmy's. All my right. Jimmy's are rustled. I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. Um, besides that, what else did you want to bring up in our secret episode zero Super Nerd Pals podcast? Um, well, I know there's this one game that's been pissing me off lately. Uh, Naruto Storm Revelations. Yeah, um, so to preface this, preface... Preface? I don't know. <laughs> to, to start this off, I don't know anything about Naruto. I yeah. All you have to know is it's a fighting game. It's you know ninjas throwing ninjas magic and and being <laughs> being ninja y and and there's like there's some something about Pokemon in there too. <laughs> there's nothing about Pokemon. In magic there. foxes or something. You know, like Nine Tails, I think, is in it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a Pokemon heavy anime without the Pokemon. <laughs> To go ahead. So, alright, so, for those of you who haven't played the Naruto series, uh, the game is pretty much a fighting style type game. You get like one or two health, two to three health bars, so depending on the... Z. Kind of. But you also get support, like you can get support ninjas, so you'll have like, it'll be you, and like you pick two other characters for support. Ninjas. Yeah, but... You, like, click LRR, and they just come out and, like, attack. That sounds similar to Marvel vs. Capcom. Kind of, except for once your main ninja dies, you lose. So, like, Tekken Tag. Kind of, without the tag. Or Street Fighter cross Tekken. I guess. When one person dies, everyone dies. Yeah, yeah. So, what this game decided to do was create this new um, tournament system i don't know it's kind of like it reminds me of uh kingdom hearts 2 the cypher battle i don't Do know you what you're talking that? about so yeah, <laughs> keep going. all right so that was pretty much that like each player starts with 100 orbs and then you fight until someone has the most orbs right. and a timer runs out and whoever has most orbs win so this this mode is kind of like that but it's a four person free-for-all you all start with a thousand orbs. Fifty seconds. Whoever has most orbs at the end wins, and it's very annoying, obnoxious, and time-consuming. Cause I'm they they strictly got me into this ninety-second battles. So like the most I'm used to is this ninety-second beat the shit out of your opponent. But now it's like ninety-second beat the shit out of your opponent. R three R they. Fucking R. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know it's pissing me off so much. 
don't know what's going on. Uh, He's like, so angry. The R analog stick locks on to other characters, or you can click R three to lock on to no one, which is fucking pointless because if you're locking on to no one, your attacks are just so wait is, randomly is it, going. Is it like a two like a two point five D like flat plane, or is it like free roam like a like a? No, it's like a two point five D flat plane. Oh, why do you need to lock on anybody? Though? You're stuck in this circle because there's four people. Oh, it's a four Jesus. man free for all. Why is there so many? Yeah, so like, and then while you're in the middle of comboing one person, like fucking here comes Steve. Steve, yeah. not Steve. <laughs> What's he Coming doing? in to just like wreck your life. Oh no! While you're trying to wreck someone else's uh, life, like leave me is, alone, Steve. Is, which Pokemon is he? Uh, Steve, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's a Pikachu. Oh, God. Steve's not even an Naruto character. Steve. But this game just pisses me off, like, because the main focus of this game is the shitty ass fighting style. Right. And it annoys me, because I, I just want to go back to this 90-second beat-em-up. Well, you know, like, that's... It, I feel almost the same way about Battle of Z, the last Dragon Ball Z game. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't really like the fighting style in that one either, and I decided to just pass on it. I kind of haven't played it. Yeah, you don't really need to. I the, My ideal Dragon Ball Z game is the game where you can, like, be base-level Goku... And then power up to Super Saiyan 1, and then power up to Super Saiyan 2, then 3, then 4, then like God Goku or whatever. Like, I don't like the ones where they're each a separate character. Now, I understand why they might do that for balance issues, but I don't care about balance in a Dragon Ball Z <laughs> game. Like, Goku should be able to slap the shit out of anybody he wants. He's I mean, Goku. They've stated that, like, Super Saiyan 3. Super Saiyan God Goku is on level of a god, so he should be more OP. Yeah, so. You either do the, do it the way that the transformations kind of don't mean anything, except a, a, a buff to power. And, even, and they look a little uh, cooler. Yeah, they look cooler, and Yamcha can still take out Super Saiyan God Goku, or, or you make it completely broken. Right, first and, off, Yamcha can't take out anybody. Listen, if you know how to play as Yamcha, you can take out anybody. Uh, well, there's also, if you know how to play as Cyberman... Yeah, you side, automatically side you automatically kill Yamcha with your ultimate attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, is that I I would prefer it be more accurate to the show. I don't really care about balance too much, unless it, it comes to the point of an online mode. And in the, in that end, if they're gonna have an online mode in a Dragon Ball Z game, that's great. But then you can have on online mode exclusive like balancing. Well, also, wasn't Battle of Z, like, pretty much focused on online modes? That's what, that's how I feel. It's, it's like a four-on-four four or... Then there's this many. new one that's like an MMO-type shit. Yeah, well, I would like to talk about that, but we're almost running out of time. So, yeah. um, I feel like we can touch on other On that games. on our official episode uh, one. Our official episode one. We also need to start talking. We might have to do separate comic issues. We might have to, I mean... Episodes. Because we, I didn't, I, w- I was worried that we weren't be- going to be able to fill out 45 minutes of constant talking, but I guess you and I are just blabbermouths. So <laughs> we could just segue into anything at this I mean, point. me and you are just... We could just sit here for hours. We could have a four hour long podcast, I feel, at this point. I mean, no one would like that. I, I would like that. I, w- I wouldn't like to go back and listen to it. <laughs> I would like to talk for four hours. I wouldn't mind that. Just like a four hour podcast rant. Yeah, why not? We might have to, after our pilot month of episodes, have to even, like... What, well, 
if we decide to keep going, we don't have to stick to the 45-minute time limit. If, yeah. we, if, if we find ourselves doing more, then obviously we're going to go to the hour. You know. But right now, uh, space is limited. Space is limited. We, we don't have a lot of money. we got to weigh our options as usual, you know, gotta... 45 minutes, you get a month of uh, iCloud free? Yeah, well... How are you? SoundCloud. Oh, Sound, SoundCloud, <laughs> SoundCloud iCloud. only lets you upload three hours of content for free. That's about 45 minutes an episode if we want to do uh, a month of episodes. Bro, your chair is broken. My chair is broken. <laughs> We're going to have to, like, do a re- requisition for a better budget for the next episode. So, um... Before I bust mass, I guess we should wrap up our episode zero. Who knows who who and when you might hear this. Maybe for if we do it a whole year, we can have a one-year anniversary special episode zero. Oh my god, I would love to hear this in a year from now. Yeah, right? After we <laughs> doing this right here. I can hear how stupid we were. I'm just going to like hide this in my, uh, my Mac. It's yeah. just going to be there. So anyway, uh, I, my name is Stan. This is Andy, a.k.a. Joe Tuna. You can find him online at Joe... Underscore Tuna. On Twitter. He's on YouTube, too. We're on YouTube. We'll, we'll be on YouTube, I'm sure. We'll hopefully. be on Twitter at Super Nerd. I mean, hopefully when you're listening to this, our, everything will be set up. So. It'll be already a year, hopefully. We'll time capsule this shit. Maybe we'll <laughs> hear it. So um, Eventually, I'll start talking about my Twitter, but I, it's going to be a pain in the ass to spell out my whole name every episode so people can figure I it mean, out. I mean, I fucking learned it. Sound it out. Yeah, but like we're gonna have new listeners, and I won't, sound it I, out. I won't want to explain it every time. It, you'll Dash. find it. You'll find it on Super Nerd Palace Twitter. I'll put my Twitter <laughs> handle in the description of our account, so that way you'll know tweets are by me. You can find me. Um, yeah, follow me. Follow us. Follow everybody. <laughs> follow us to the ends of the earth. And we'll, follow the world. We'll, we'll follow you back. I think probably we'll see. I'll follow people back on our. If 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 we like you, we'll follow you back. Um, you can email us supernerdpals at gmail. You'll email us your questions, feedback. Tell us how much you hate us, how much you love. us. You know us. what? If this is going a year from now, fucking tell us what we've been doing right for this year. If you've been listening to us, we'll be ambitious. This is this is our this is our uh, New Year's resolution. Let's do let's do a, a podcast every week as, as much as we can, unless one of us is sick or something. Also, I'm dating this shit right now. What, what's today's date? Today is January fourth, January fourth, twenty fifteen. So we'll see you January fourth, twenty sixteen, if we're still around. So yeah, super, we'll be super around. nerd pals. Good night, everyone. Peace.